Welcome to my podcast about the movie inspired from the book of the same name, Animal Farm. This is an animated film that, from what I could gather from other sources, it's a rather dark kids film. And it quite shows in the first few minutes of the movie. Clear sights of communism can be seen in the of film and even animal abuse at most. In the beginning of the movie, the oldest pig is passing away from old age and tells the other animals about how many of their things have been taken away from them and tells them about how dark their future is and how fair it is at, at first. This does, cost an, this does end up causing them to, to start an entire revolution. But before he, his, final word, before his final breath, he leaves a message. It is not to become the very thing I hated most. And that all animals, great or small, are all equal. And now cue the um, semi-musical segment with a heart attack in the middle of it. The ruckus caused the farmer, Mr. Jones, to wake up and shoot the air, causing the animals to panic and, and run back to their stables. The very next day, the animals weren't even giving, given a single scrap of food, not even a single bite. First part is, is that all the food is locked away. While initially, a small duckling was able to enter due to their small size. The rest of the animals simply went for the battering. Hang ram, ram option. And they got caught, but they were all prepared to strike back. And the farmer had to run, run away from the farm, straight into the Red Lion pub. Inside the... A storage hitch, the animals went back to eating, not knowing what the farmer has brought them. The, animal, the animals then began to take positions for the battle ahead, and the two raged war upon one another. With a rather good choreography for a bunch of animals. <sighs> Being honest, I've seen better battles, but most of them were humans. Either way, the animals won this round of wars, chasing the humans off. The carrot sticking out of a haystack and a few casualties. After the war, they wasted no time to destroy everything that reminded them of Mr. Jones, who had exploited them for so long. They raised the flag and burnt everything that was used against them. Somehow. Yeah, I don't get cartoons sometimes, so the majority of the time, yeah, just roll with it. They entered the house, which was packed full of bizarre things, and for the most part, all I can say is that he really needed to clean his train wreck up. Dang, dude, you live like this? It's a good thing that some of the animals are wrecking the place and witnessing their dead brothers of the past. Either way, the animals exited the house and returned to their home after her destroying everything. And Napoleon, the black and gray pig, decided to become a father of a few puppies. Snowball was then responsible in creating the loss of the animal farm, which does include kicking the chickens out. Well, initially at least. He's, he's, and that's what they thought. There was a lot of, for animal equality and no killing of other animals. Afterwards, their society flourished and they all lived together peacefully. And during this time, while the others were farming, Snowball assisted them in the process, as, as some of the others aren't that keen on the whole animals doing the farming process. 
The animals were making quite a living for themselves, making a small hut out of, of hay, being able to make, make such good work altogether. If this kind of logic existed in real life, maybe humans wouldn't be on the top of the food chain. In a meeting, they created some more resolutions, and thus setting pigeons to farms all over the country. And now the animal revolution nearly begins. For some animals, they were already content with their lives and happy in their surroundings. And those kinds of animals were heard the ones that declined the offers. But to those that were having a rather bad day, they listened with great interest. The next step in the revolution was thus educating the other animals as some were brighter than the rest. And cue the relatable schoolwork. Oh boy! Okay, Snowball then thought how how to do about the power on the farm, while Napoleon is out being a good foster father. In January, Snowball continued on while Napoleon just watches him from a hole on the roof. And, the, and afterwards, Snowball introduces the plans for the animal farm, which does involve in introducing electric labor, or by making a, a windmill. Inside, the Napoleon and sends in his own dogs to attack Snowball, chasing him deep into the forest. What happened was truly despicable. Well, Napoleon had taken over now and framed him as the traitor to bring back Jones. And the windmill planned by Snowball was continued by him anyways. Considering, the, considering how good he persuaded the other animals, I can only imagine his rule going so well. They worked from dawn until dusk with little food left, with the pigs getting a most of it. The horses, however, now they're the true MVPs. They work in, in and out season. That's education if you ask me. And one evening, the horses made a rather peculiar her discovery. The pigs were sleeping in Mr. Jones' house. house was pretty much stating that Napoleon is a, a liar. Taking all the good things for himself and and for himself alone. You know, I always felt like the pig was the true villain in the story. He, he. All right. So a new man, and and named Wimper, came in and brought along some manna from heaven. And for Napoleon, pretty much a lot of supplies. He's. And by supplies, I mean he traded a, a couple of dozen eggs for, for a bunch of jam. Um, pretty dull deal if you ask me. I don't even know how tasty it is. Either way, the chickens got really mad at the pigs and kind of decided to, to do an egg, egg assault. But they could only manage it so much as they be, he come hum dog chow with the ca head casual he had that. Napoleon did forbid the very son that defined the revolution at the penalty of death. After heard the chickens and then some um, were, were executed hid for being dinner. Afterwards, Wimper's trade in the animal farm came to be a normal occurrence. The original owner, wishing to claim his property back, wasn't even invited in. And the other farmers trying to kick the, them all out.
Scott saw him coming, and and even if the original wasn't invited, he could at least try to cut off their power and and reset their her progress on the windmill back to zero. Oh, no. And the, at the farm, farm attacks begun. The ruckus occurred. Gunshots wounding multiple animals, and the old and Mr. Jones has breached the windmill. Oh. At first, the animals were overpowering the humans, but the humans did catch up, up to them. While, and all the while, Mr. Jones decided it's a good time for something to go kaboom. And with one final push, the animals drove out the humans once again. And before everyone looks in shock as multiple debris fall close down from the sky on the now exploded windmill. Oh, making the former farmer a literal kamikaze. Then everyone went back to labor. By now, the supervision from the pigs wasn't as necessary. He, now they had all the time they needed to be the lazy pigs they always used to be. Animals worked year in, year out. Soon enough, spring came, and a new generation of pigs came, came out of the house, with the horses nearly being worked to death. Speaking as such, one of them actually struggled and came to a rather smashing surprise, to say the least. Basically knocking him out cold. The next day, everyone stopped working on the whole windmill, and Benjamin was, was whisked away and going to be turned to horse paste. Everyone mourns the loss, and another revolution was about to take place. It's in the future. That night, the pigs drank away. The years passed, and the a windmill stood tall, but the animal farms other animals didn't stand any better. Napoleon had became prosperous and the coming of a new era had come. They straight up became pig people and are pretty civilized. And other animals had other ideas. With a quote on the barn's former rules. Now it reads, All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. This is the final nail in the coffin. Word spread and a lot of other animals became very mad about it. They all came together all around the animal farm once again, all with the same thing in mind. And, and the, the final revolution has begun. And Napoleon and the pigs were celebrating, and the animals near the abode. Now, and this time, Napoleon gets what he deserves. The animals enter for a final strike, destroying the wall and the foundation that Napoleon has held up for so long. And that was the summary. I hope you're wishing for some subject changing, because here you have it. Short historical background of the USSR. From 1917 to 1927, the revolution began and the foundation of the USSR occurred. Afterwards, the Stalin era was born. Reigning up to 1953, before Khrushchev, oh, I'm quite sorry if I butchered that name, him took over until well, 1964. Then the era of stagnation occurred, from 1964 to 1985, and the perestroika and glasnost reforms happened during 
in 1985 and 1981. Afterwards, the USSR came to a dissolution, causing a severe economic and social drop. It dropped much harder than the axe that the witches got in the Middle Ages got out when getting decapitated. And the remarkable events were as follows, and I'll keep it relatively short. Okay, so the old pig dies, battle against Mr. Jones, destroying his house, new rules, snowball becomes dog food, Napoleon rules, pig uprising, windmill kamikaze, civilized pig people, and the final revolt. You get it? Alright. My reflection coming from the movie is that greed corrupts people. Many people. And that you should always remind yourself that you aren't just doing the things you do for yourself, but also for the people that you side within the same nation. Okay, actually, I find the character Benjamin, the the other the donkey at least, to be the most real. Oh, I forgot the he uh I forgot the, the big horse, or so I just called him Benjamin too. Ah, eh, whatever. Either way, I find Be I find the character Benjamin the donkey to be the most real. Considering the fact that most of our elderly and adults aren't really taking the new rules provided by by the tyrants and the government too kindly, so to speak. Either way, Benjamin shows that he can provide wake-up calls to those that are too, too corrupt and have forgotten the old laws. He supplies has even to multiple people. And as people on the internet say it, go woke, go broke. The ideas presented within the movie are those of Tota Halinatarianism, I don't know how to say that and the government trapping themselves within their own dictatorship, unable to escape unless someone claims their life or if they step down after finally realizing their mistakes. And actually, I agree with the ideas, because even though I prefer not to get too involved in politics, I still can't stand the fact that they all have the tenacity to break the rules that their predecessors laid down for them, to further improve upon and reinforce it in future generations. For this, I'm just gonna say, quote unquote, thank you, because thanks to them, there's a very dark future ahead of us and our children. Sorry for the little rant there, but that's just the way it is. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and I'll see you guys around.